one, two, one, two. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the show. Feeling well. I'm Ralph here, as always, with Lloyd Howell. Um, Ralph, I feel as though I've looked a little bit into the future today. Um, I just came back from from a from a from an antique shop that is run by like a like a crotchety old man that kind of lived in like he lives in the woods and he's he's lived in the woods for like 20 25 years something like that and and like just low energy just kind of collapsing into the landscape and Are you sure you weren't looking like it, into it, a mirror oh but buddy it gets so much worse it gets so much worse <laughs> like i i am i'm gonna look back i'm gonna look back on photos of me from this era and think like oh like there was a guy somehow in the prime of his right. life or just slightly be... past the prime. Yeah. 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 Of course. I mean, I'm on, I'm on the, I'm on the downhill slope. Yeah. Like obviously I'm on the way out. You got best plateaued. You know, uh huh. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Like, but like, like, like the grade is only like six to 7%. Sure. It's going to start getting steeper and steeper as the years go by. But, so anyway, uh, you see this decrepit old coot at an antique shop. Yeah. Yes. And I, and I like, and he's got he's got like Bernie stickers on his car, and he's like you know kind of a, a kind of with it. Yeah, yeah, like a like a New England um, like craftsman who kind of went back to the land and and was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make uh, like shaker style boxes and woodworks and stuff like that, and I'm gonna kind of get away from from people. And he's he's just like no 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 like social niceties just kind of talks your ear off like you know but 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 canny you know i bought a i bought like a like an antique meat grinder from him i bought a uh a couple of of caned uh chairs um like bent wicker chairs uh and i bought like a knife block that he'd made um so anything else i know i know that our I know that our listeners love to hear my tales of antiques. A list of antiques. You know, yeah. they love this shit. I'm sorry, Ralph. Is this I, the uh, climax just, uh, of the story? Unfortunately, yes. Once again, that you deliberately once again, that you, you know, ahead of time wanted to start the episode with. I wanted to. Uh, it sounded so much better when I was driving home, thinking like, "Oh, like there's a guy that I All could right, become so someday." Okay, but, so that's the the thematic linchpin is that you're like, "This, you is, know, a, because, this is a future vision of yourself." A future, yeah. Of like a deeply boring guy, right, right. Like there's no, you know, he had kind of a crazy wood but still shop, kind with like of some a little bit nominally to the best of his ability, paying lip service to the like, yeah, Bernie, Bernie, you ooh, know, yeah, and you know, talking about like the the old ladies that used to run the the League of Craftsmen and being like, she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing, you know, mm. kind of, you know, doesn't 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 trust or believe women ralph and i could never do such a thing, <laughs> oh no obviously. oh boy but, no. <laughs> yeah, God. Yeah. how you been how you been man how's your how's your week all right i uh yeah i finally you're in a, you're in a new environ i, I yes, see your yes. your background is I finally uh mm. i moved from long island back to a different uniquely evil place uh <laughs> where the streets are <laughs> riven with just the most with just the meekest most imbecilically dressed vermin <laughs> nursing <laughs> the most pathetic of dreams uh, and aspirations uh, 
Uh, I've returned yeah. to Brooklyn town. I, I moved into my new apartment. Ooh, the Big Apple That's baby. That's right. Big Ralphie's back. I have He's returned. Got, you know. Yeah. <laughs> How does it feel, man? How does it feel uh, to have you know? Well, your own piano. I, I feel. I feel just as I predicted I would feel because. On the mm. one hand, there is, of course, uh, a great deal of relief to be away from my family and their dogs. Um, mm-hmm. It is, um, it's nice to have that privacy. And of course, there's a certain gratification that comes with building my new space and resuming my mm-hmm. routine, making my pot of coffee in the morning, uh, going mm-hmm. about my errands, cooking dinner, this and that. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. seeing friends periodically. That's what I intend to do. I haven't done it yet. I may fail at that. But of course. Um, but also, you know, come nightfall uh, at a certain hour, I'm like, oh, yeah, this, which I knew would be, which I mm. knew was coming, but like still like existentially hitting a brick wall. There is still that classic emptiness, uh, bad classic, you can call it, um yeah yeah uh we all know yeah the yeah the kind of just itchy <laughs> void that kind of motivated me uh almost this time last year to begin this podcast in the first place i yeah. know Ooh, we're kind of coming up yeah. on it jesus it's august that's already that's right we're getting there a couple months that? and um Ooh. yeah you know I'm, I'm not someone who like uh on the surface my life hasn't been radically changed by the pandemic the biggest thing Mm -hmm. would be just that i never have to report to the office uh for the foreseeable future Mm. but basically the only difference being back here is that i have to wear a mask when i go out um yeah so i can't really pin it on that except that maybe it's just like like in the background ambiently or subconsciously i know that like the few things, the few elements that I clinged to before in the throes of my personal crises here, I know on some level, just in the back burner of my mind, if they aren't irreversibly imperiled or stopped, mm. they're they're changed in a way that I can't anticipate uh, for mm. the long haul. Um, oh boy! And so and so there is that emptiness returning to me now. Um, yes, and yes. Uh, I feel, I feel more rudderless than ever before. Ooh, I'm sorry to hear that. Actually, you're, no, you're that's working that's, from that's home too, still. I mean, it's fine. It's more not, rudderless than ever. It's before. not that bad. So by rudderless, okay. I just mean like, well, what do I do now? You know? Yeah. Because it yeah. felt like the well, infrastructure of doing whatever I thought I was trying to be doing in the first place. We've talked about this before has been yeah, has been impacted manifold. I mean, I feel honestly mm-hmm. fine, but it's just like, oh yes, this again, you know. I feel better than I did a week ago at my mother's house. You feel so 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 you feel that emptiness inside, but that's nothing that like a trip to the corner store and like five or six 25 ounce bush ice. Yeah, exactly. Fix, it ain't you know nothing I mean? new. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's back for another season and I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah. you know. Oh, the summer of Ralph. There's there's a little bit left. There's a little you know, bit left. You can, there's you can squeeze a little the bit. The returns out. have not been great. Oh boy. 2021 no. may be the move. That that I, that may mm, be the you know, move. just just yeah. start start laying the groundwork yeah. for summer of Ralph 2021. Yeah. 
might have to yeah. start drawing up <laughs> reserve plans the space for 2021 yeah write this one off oh boy yeah mm-hmm. but what about you mm-hmm. where are you at um i i you've am been, you've, uh, been, you've been uh shuttling about i have been trying to move and shake and like you know i i i bought a trailer today what um I bought like a like a a towing a thing to tow stuff with my uh, car back and forth to oh so not like a to so whatever not like a trailer, I might need. trailer like a trailer like a unit to live inside oh of. right like like a a utility trailer I believe they're called but is um, it like a is it like a storage and, uh, thing or is it like... no it's just just like a transport thing so it's so, just like a thing um, that hooks on to a trailer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you could say or whatever All right. yeah. But it's it's one of like several hundred pieces of equipment that I'm kind of finding that I'm gonna need. Like I I, I found myself in Home Depot yesterday, just like realizing that I was gonna have to commit to a brand of power tools because none of the batteries are interchangeable. So it's like, do I like Ooh. Milwaukee tools? Do I like Makita tools? Do I like Rigid tools? Um, Rigid tools, of course, being um, you. You're a rigid another tool. word for exactly, exactly. Or you know, you could, you could. <laughs> you could <laughs> I was going specifically for my oh, your dick, my horrid member. Oh, got, oh, gotcha. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. yeah. You know, um, it's uh, it, your horrid <laughs> member. How do you tell it to a bar? member is a mm-hmm. is a synecdoche for your greater person. Exactly. Exactly. The little, I mean, why the do you little think about rigid the, tool and the bigger rigid tool. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and that and that's why I, I bought that meat grinder today, so I could kind of keep holding that over my head. Mm-hmm. Like Are you I mean ever, threatening yourself ever... with castration? Is that what you're implying there? Of course, oh, of course. Like if I if I if I if I fail in my duties, if I somehow lose my nerve, um, then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna grind it into a into a nice you know into a nice paste. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make a patty out of it, fry it up, and I'm gonna make it a smash burger. Ooh. Ralph. That's going to make that's it a my smash preferred burger, method you know, the kind. Is a smash burger. Yeah. You take the you take the the meat, it's not that much meat and you're 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 doing it well done, Ralph. You're trying to get a nice crust It's ironic. On there. From that you would get a ration mm. of long pig from a small hog. Mhm. <laughs> <laughs> is that <laughs> Long pig for those Ooh. who don't know, some cultures yes. a term for human flesh. Yeah. Mhm. Yes, yes. Lloyd Howell went down in history for having a, a dick so small it could not be called <laughs> Long Pig. Long pig. <laughs> the only one who didn't qualify. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, well, what's the trailer for? Um, it's just for... Were you approved for the mortgage? Just, what are you preparing for? I, 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 I maybe will be approved tomorrow. It's like... I. I I'm, I'm were you updated I'm in any way and I'm spending all this money um they were able to ascertain that I am a person with employment okay and so that's been so done. you feel you feel like you probably step. got it then obviously to be making these purchases though the, the momentum is the momentum is picking up you know every time I talk to these 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 wretches at the bank they seem to say Lloyd like like stop calling us stop crying stop like <laughs> It's gonna be okay. I'm crying like about you're, something you're, you're, else. You're, I'm just asking. I mean, it's something else. Like I just, you know, I just want this so bad. And like every time there's a delay, every time there's, you know, anything seems to be going wrong, then I think like, am I gonna have to, like, you know, reverse all this planning I've done and like, you know, return to some kind of hot 
Brooklyn sell and like, you know, just, you know, just re realign all of my priorities yet again. Um, yeah. And I don't want to do that. Well, you must, like, you must if, be, uh, this... you must be pretty optimistic to be making these purchases. So I guess, uh, congratulations preemptively. doesn't seem like an easy thing to do getting approved for a mortgage, no. especially for it's, a millennial it's, it's of your age. Thing. You're kind of, you're That's kind right. of a winner right. now. I guess, do I get to, I feel like I'm becoming a full citizen, you know, like mm. I'm going to be a, I'm going to own land. Yeah, that's something. You're going to have assets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And of course, like now I got to, like if I hadn't, if I hadn't, you know, completely cut ties with socialism and all right, that, like, right. of course I would have to do that now. Right. You know, yeah, that ship is sailed. Because, you know. Now yeah, it's time for yeah. you to get yours. Because I'm... You know, stick my stick my head in the guillotine. Yeah, right. You know, chop Lloyd Howell's head off, and then Let's see you try if he hasn't done it already. Yeah, yeah. Then grind my member into into or into put the member on the on the guillotine. Yes, that's right. Look, you know, the rev- to, to, you, you know, know the revolution, whatever Lloyd's here for it. It's all well and good, but until then, he's not mm-hmm. gonna live like a fucking schmuck. All right. <laughs> That's his philosophy. Um, He's going to be a, a, a just, goddamn landowner. I just I just want to I just want a couple acres, you know, a place to call my own. I want to I want to I want to kneel down, I want to take a handful of dirt. I want the dirt to slide from my fingers. I don't want to know This is how soil. That's mine. That's how soil. That's right, you know. And and if I end up being like that guy that I met earlier today who's just like kind of rambling and like all of his clothes don't fit properly and he's kind of got a hunch and he's like he's kind of shambling around in his boots and he's like you know talk slowly move slowly but he's relaxing like when i when i drove in he was like he was hanging out on an adirondack chair like you know it was it was two in the afternoon and he had a miller high life like safe safe to assume he's happier than you are now absolutely no question and like like if that's my future like sign me up you can do worse you know you mm-hmm. could do um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> hella worse, as the kids say. <laughs> do, Ralph, kids do not say hella anymore. There's a few, and and we may never we may never know what the kids say again because TikTok, as of as of yes, yesterday, our, is our, like getting banned. Our president and his infinite infinite mm. wisdom is uh, is moving <laughs> forward. To, can he do that? I don't understand. I don't. I don't think he can do yeah. that by himself. Um, and so, is the reason? Is it because like people found out about data mining, and even though every app does that, this is the Chinese app, so that app freaks people that. out. That's what yeah. I've gathered. I think. I think he wants to look tough on foreign countries somehow. Like he wants to. Well, there had to have been like, something. Like what planted this seed? Like what's the? It's is it? It's China, right? I, yes. Yeah. Yes. Because it, it's everyone's. Everyone's scared of China. And like bashing China kind of wins you some, it wins you some cheap points on, you know, from Democrats and Republicans both. So, you know, easy target. So he's going to do sure. it. I doubt, I doubt he'll succeed. Yeah, I don't I, who, think that's something a president can do. Uh, Ban But TikTok. I'm here for it. I hope he does. I, got I think TikTok sucks. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. at least no. with, it, at I guess, least with Vine, you had to actually be creative. But TikTok, Vine, TikTok yeah. has empowered and convinced too many it has empowered too many mediocrities and convinced them that they're creative mm. yeah um it it does provide like so many fucked up windows into so many lives 
that I do appreciate it on some level, but I, I do. Yeah, it actually is pretty funny when you see like the recently divorced yeah. middle-aged men who do like uh-huh. a fucking uh-huh. lip sync video about how their wives broke their hearts or something yeah. with like a fucking mm-hmm. three doors down song or something. That is the good shit. Yeah. yeah. That's good shit. There's, there's that there's like the that's side the of good, that's, the that's the of upside like, of like normies being given like, like a super intuitive app through which you can like, uh, uh-huh. Uh, involve music and text and and uh, mm-hmm. editing and this or that. The uh, most of it is just going to be tedious and uninspired. But because so mm-hmm. few of them have like taste or media literacy, you get some of those just yeah. incredibly embarrassing bombs like that, which are pretty mm-hmm. great and pretty artful in their way. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you you cannot help but look. That's right. Um, we have no choice but to stand. Just um, gobsmacking oh, tackiness. That is that uh-huh. relates to uh-huh. like a real, like real shit from real life, like a f- like Absolutely. a family being broken up, mm-hmm. and and just the pain and the terror, yeah, and, the, and like and the what what is the expression? It's fucking dad making some cringe ass video scored to the worst <laughs> fucking band in the world, and it's like oh, hell yeah. Man. This is culture. It's it's been it's been wild, like you know, because I now I've been I've been inside a tractor supply company a couple of times now, and the kind of I don't know, like like in in Brooklyn, I really was kind of sheltered from the, you know, what what, like like the real mainstream of like, kind of vaguely moderate right kind of earnest America, and that kind of manifests as like really it's kind of a music thing to me. Like when I, when I hear the kind of, you know, if today was your last day, if tomorrow was too Whoa. late, just say goodbye to yesterday, you know, bye, that bitch, kind of thing. Like, thanks for nothing. Yeah, ex- bye, <laughs> exactly. bitch. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> bye, <laughs> bitch. Thanks for nothing. So long. <laughs> like that. This of course. Yes, exactly. Right. That no, classic Toby Keith song. I He's think you're some bangers. Something <laughs> but uh, you're saying TikTok exposed I, you to that sort of American underbelly? That that was like like TikTok kind of primed me for that, but like I going guess that into, is in into there. Like yeah, I just kind of I associate it with like, just like people dancing like morons. I forgot that that sure, is a that that sure. is a a continent of TikTok. Yeah, or, yeah, but it's but it's so many real people. It's so many real people that I really have not had. A lot of contact with until pretty recently and like you know kind of moving to moving to new england like kind of it's very it's very like like small towns of their own pockets and you'll see like one town is a bunch of trump signs you know another town is like kind of more normal another town might be like hippies and stuff yeah, um, i felt similar returning to long island for for the yeah, long of a yeah. spell it is kind of it is kind of similar, man. I uh, I, am, I mean I'm Long so Island happy is solid for you. Not being I just on mean Long being Island exposed anymore. to like, you know, yeah. pe- real Americans. Pe- well, you know? I think that's a bit of a problematic term, real Americans. But I know, I know. I mean, I'm using it. I'm using it ironically, right, with, facetiously. Course, yeah, but just like people who, who like truly just don't get it. Who like in 2020 yeah. are like, yeah. I don't get why I can't say it. And like, no matter what you yeah, do, they're just like yeah. completely ahistorical. I'm referring to the N word. Uh-huh. They're just like completely ahistorical, <laughs> and you just like you really can't. Yeah. I've really lost faith in like trying to 
appeal to people with reason. I really think materialism in that yeah. regard is kind of the end all be all. I don't I I, course, I, I increasingly course. lose faith in like the ability to convince anyone of anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, guys I, I saw I, like a guy walking around today, uh like with a with a with a shirt that was, you know, the outline of the US with an American flag emblazoned over it and the the text was like uh like stand up and shut up. Huh. Um, the con, you know, the oh, like pull you know, up the your pants, being like, like stand up for it's... the stand up. No, no, like stand up for the national anthem. Like oh, don't course, kneel for course. the national yeah, anthem. Yeah. You know, because 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 that that guy, of course, is still mad at Colin Kaepernick right. every day. Like being mad you know, enough at that, that you buy a novelty T-shirt of it. That you buy a novelty. There's t-shirt. not a single Man, I am... cause that I care mm. enough about that I would get a T-shirt of. I don't think I would either. You I know, guess I got I, a Bernie I mean, 2020 shirt, but you got a Bernie shirt. I got a Bernie shirt. We all got, you know, we all got Bernie shirts. Mm-hmm. You may as well get the Bernie shirt, but you know, it's a different thing to like go on Teespring and like buy a shirt that you know. Yeah, like you're so mad and like, your little peen is so inflared that you're like, "This will fucking mm-hmm. show them," you know. Yeah. But speaking of, but yeah. but on. On the, oh, sorry, no, oh, no, I was just going to say that speaking of Bernie 2020, uh, as I was unpacking today, I uncovered uh, an artifact. I actually attended the first rally that was at Brooklyn College that kicked oh, off the yeah. 2020 Bernie campaign. Yeah. And at mm-hmm. that rally, I got this copy of some, I don't know, some fucking uh, local oh, yeah. the independent. Brooklyn uh, uh, newspaper, The Independent and uh, yeah, it's got a Bernie on the, a a drawing of Bernie on the cover, and it says uh, <laughs> first socialist president." And I had that on my oh. uh, my fridge for the better part of a year. This is from March 2019, so uh, uh-huh. I don't know if you can really make, make it out. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but uh, that was I, I that was depressing a, to uncover. Oh boy, what a hard to believe the election's been going on for this time. It's still March it's still 2019 going, man, is when that campaign started. Uh-huh. Yeah. August, September, October, November. We got about exactly three more months until the presidential election. Um, and I think I think we've talked about the election sure we have, a little yeah. bit already. And I think the official feeling well take is that Trump's probably going to win again. Well, you said um, you think Biden's going to win, and that's did I say yeah, that? Yeah, and I, that's, I think that's I think probably I've, true. I think I've changed my mind. You said you think Biden's going to win. I said maybe you're right, but. I just wouldn't be surprised yeah. if Trump pulled it out. Oh yeah, sure. It's just kind of funny though, because like, flip of a coin. I'm not a historian, and mm. we won't talk about this for too much. We don't want to be a politics podcast, but uh, oh god, I no. feel like Trump, like on paper, is the most vulnerable incumbent president since like James Buchanan. You know, <laughs> like destroyed economy. Uh-huh global pandemic uh has always had high negatives you know yeah um Mm. and yet uh he might still pull it out there's still a chance it's 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 not certain because his opponent is dead and like that's just kind of (laughs) hilarious it's like he couldn't be weaker and yet he still might squeak it out yeah oh man yeah it's like What's what's the what's the DNC chair's name? Perez, that Tom Perez, Weasel guy Perez. It's like Perez is like ah shit, we forgot to get a, a live that guy fucking that fucking mustached mm. crypt keeper looking motherfucker. 
he I saw him in person Looks once. Looks like a dang eraser. Ugh, just greasy. Just a just a just a wet man. I'm very malnourished um, looking. I don't like to I don't like to look at him. I don't Somehow like to talk both to him. wet and dry. Yes. Mm, loathsome. Loathsome. Um I remember when he first like came onto the scene in a big way post Trump like replete, like when you know Obama like shoehorned him in as head of the DNC instead of Keith Ellison. Uh, his oh, yeah, his yeah. thing was like using swear words when he would address crowds. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> Because he was like, oh, these, think, these, yeah. these, these pores, they love it when you use salty language. So he'd be like, oh, oh, I'm so sick of this. This, this is, this is bullshit. This president, he would like yeah. to, <laughs> yeah, curse yeah. sessions uh, like that. Yeah, yep. And then, then he had a while where Beto O'Rourke was doing that. He'd, he'd like That's say right. this. He'd say the fuck all, word I about gun violence. About Beto O'Rourke. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Ah, all it's these. It's so fucking hilarious that he was like moments. on the cover of Vanity Fair, and HBO produced a documentary <laughs> about his losing campaign, and then he just fucking vanished yeah. into obscurity. That was bizarre. That such. A... And speaking of losers, like I had the thought today, like as wildly. Well, okay. First, before I before that, two things. So you must have seen, I didn't think this was real when I saw it, Hmm. but apparently, I don't know if it's a super PAC or whatever you would call it, they're putting out ads whose uh, slogan is settle for Biden. Yeah. And the whole, I I saw that earlier this week. I was like, oh, like I couldn't, I was like, I like Googled like is settle for Biden real, you know? And it's literally like the text of any of the ads are like, we know he sucks, but we're still going, oh, we're going with him. And like Mm -hmm. supposedly it's by like former Bernie and Elizabeth Warren supporters. And it's like, there was a time in my life, perhaps it was not so long ago, where like when something like, jarring or abysmally embarrassing or or just like fucked up and shocking in politics happened even if it mm-hmm. was even if it ran contrary uh, contrary to my sympathies there was a part of me who was like hell yeah get a load of this you know but like yeah i've reached a point where like i don't want settle for biden to be real you know and i can't appreciate mm. how funny it is it's not fu- yeah, right. It's not I'm funny. Like, all right, there enough. is like what the fuck? Yeah, it's like the the kind of the 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 grinding, overarching badness of the world has kind of erased that spark of like fun. Like the discourse, because like, there is there's, no there's longer nothing left. There, there's nothing left to offend. I have. I don't have yeah, a mind yeah. left to be blown. You know. <laughs> but that being uh, said, uh, what I wanted to say was that as as profoundly dispiriting as Biden's campaign has been, perhaps this is an unnecessary observation, but it mm. would have been infinitely worse if, for example, Mayor Pete were the candidate. Mm. Don't you think? Seeing his fucking face plastered all over the news. At least Biden's yeah. like an endearingly yeah. incompetent, like stupid right. alpha was, dumb was, guy. But to have like sneering Pete, like fucking teacher's pet Mayor P, mm-hmm. like you know, ascend to yeah. the candidacy. Right, that would right. be the that only, would the be only like thing a that nightmare would really be specifically different. tailored for me yeah. instead of this, you know, mm-hmm. generic nightmare. I mean, I see, I see Mayor Pete up there. I see that kind of like the change in tenor of how the Republicans talk about him. And then I think about, I think prime 
my my dream or my or should I say my nightmare scenario is where Elizabeth Warren is currently the nominee and she's just and she's just eating shit, you know? Right. Like she I think I think she would probably be the um the weakest matchup here. So you're you're I saying think, she would be your least favorite cuz you think she would lose. No, I, I think I think in this in this no in this current moment I'm not really caring about election results. I'm talking about like the rhetoric that right. she would be putting oh, out yeah, right now. Oh yeah, she would be insufferable. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I'm I'm just thinking about me. I'm thinking about me sitting in my childhood bedroom, like watching the posts come in, watching. But the I thought takes, you were like you know? a, a Warren Stan. I seem to remember us arguing God, on the podcast Ralph, about Elizabeth. Ralph, Warren. listen, if you if you want to if you want to go back a couple episodes, if you're if you're new to the show and you want to get some vintage feeling well. Uh-huh. You know, go back a little bit. Find the episode entitled "A Weird Nightmarish Limbo." No, that's about where AOC. My brain that's about just AOC. Splits apart. That's that, yeah, right. Yeah. That is about AOC. <laughs> Shit. Okay. There's ha- there's been a few. There's been a few. This is back. This is, this just... is back in when we. Uh, I, I think it's Sundra Bernie Sanders. If 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 memory serves, uh, yeah. it was either yeah. that or the romance uh, of American communism. <laughs> I remember, I remember that diptych of uh, episodes because I feel like that was kind of yeah. a, that was kind of a peak. We were still recording in person. We were feeling good about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, no, oh, yeah. Man. If it were Elizabeth Warren, just her going, yeah, we gotta do this and that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. It would be her, and it would be all the, you know, all of the posters. Yeah, because like Biden sucks, but he's just kind of like. He's just kind of like pure suck. He's just kind of like carbon monoxide. Yeah. You can't yeah. see it or He's smell it, but you know it's killing you. <laughs> but like he doesn't yes, he doesn't yes, personally offend me. I just see him and I'm like, yeah. look at that dumb guy. You know, but uh, Mayor it's, Pete it's, and right, Elizabeth right. Warren not, like offend me on a personal level. They like trigger mm-hmm, me personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like like Joe Biden's rhetorical style is like he's dumb, but his rhetoric is charming. Like he's got like that kind of folksy George W. Bush era, like like idiot. Sure, I mean he's even he even seems like a little less calculating than George W. Bush because George W. Bush had so. this like completely uh, fabricated image um, that he that he yeah, passed over. Yeah. But Joe Biden, at least at this stage in his career, just can't help but be just uh, uh, an aimless, uh, meandering mm-hmm. stooge. So it's like. Mm-hmm. I know he's like the bellwether for the end times, but how mad can you get at him really? Like him personally? No, of course. You know not. the thing is, you yeah. don't see the kind of like I've mentioned before that like people get disproportionately offended by hypocrisy, uh-huh. and with Joe Biden, even when he's just brazenly contradicting himself or lying, it doesn't have that mm-hmm. same kind of thing. Like with with like. Pete or Warren where it's like mm-hmm. I see what you're fucking mm-hmm. doing like you're trying to exploit this kind of rhetoric or that whereas with Joe Biden it's like I know he doesn't know what he's doing you right know? right because that that's that's the problem like ironically because Mayor Pete and Liz Warren are sharper rhetorically like they're faster on their feet they can respond to trends exactly Joe Biden is so far beyond all of that that's a like, great he's point just the yeah, same guy he was 20 years ago to suck super hard yeah uh, rhetorically yeah. And, whereas and Joe Biden it's just kind of yeah. like the first thing he grabs at yeah <laughs> because of his dullness yeah yeah yes his eyes are closed it's 2 a.m he wants uh he wants a snack he knocks over a jar of pickles sure. and like you know finds a kielbasa and messily devours it and maybe while, in front and maybe of all while of us. doing that he just incinerates uh a daycare center in in yemen but how mad can you get <laughs> exactly. at him really yeah but oh, uh, come yeah. on look at the guy no 
the none of them are any good. I, you know, yeah, they all suck. I wish, I wish, I wish they would all parody. And <laughs> that's right. That's right. Oh man, can't wait to, can't wait to like. I so don't do you know. think if I, it I, is I, I Biden, could... all of this like popular enthusiasm, like does everyone go back to sleep and like the Bernie coalition just ceases to exist except in its like most fervent corners or or is the uh, if you want to call it the left or whatever just just uh, again the coalition that bernie inspired does it like survive in any way mm. how or have we all been grill pilled i mean <laughs> that's the uh that oh man that was that was a that was the fun discourse from the week was uh well grill pilled's been around Snyder. for a while i feel like I, it has been, but but this past week, like Gwen Snyder was talking about how, how it's problematic. Grill is pill, that the girl with the fucking is the fucking cartoon with the bandana or whatever? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and this is this. She is, seems like you someone you would have backdoor asked for feet pics from. Of course, I mean that was three years ago, <laughs> and they were lovely, and I paid a fair price for them, and you know, fair is fair. But um, but what what but what she's doing now is just like really. They're real reaches, like saying that grill pilling is somehow code word for like, you know, like like honkler nihilism. What's honkler? You know, just uh, honkler. Okay, so fuck. This is this is what happens when you spend too much time like kind of looking into symbols. Okay, so you know you know like you know 1488, right? You know what that means? No. Okay, so 1488. It's a. It's like. This is a real like white supremacist code because 14 refers to the 14 words, which are we must um, we must like uh, protect our people and ensure a future for white children. And then 88 is the eighth letter of the alphabet is H. So 88 is HH, which stands for Heil Hitler. So 1488 is like, you know, that's a so this is. So was 1488 a number that represented something previously that these people read something into, or did they just confabulate the um, the formulation 1488? 1488, like, like genuinely it became like a symbol, kind of a, like a, like a something for white supremacists to kind of recognize each other without being too I see, so it's just kind of like a, it's just kind of like a code expression. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a code. And so when you, when you kind of, start looking for stuff like that when you kind of learn that these things exist you kind of start looking for them everywhere and like obviously like 4chan culture is kind of aware of all this and so what they did was they they did like uh they did like a version of the pepe frog that was dressed up like a clown maybe you've seen that guy i'm sorry the what frog the pepe the frog the green guy pepe the frog is it Pepe the you know Frog? It's Pepe the Frog shows you how much I know. Um, but they they made you a know. version of him dressed up in a clown outfit. I know, I know, Ralph. Listen, I, in the back of my mind, I knew it was Pepe, but I, I had to put my put own spin on it. Put a little sauce, it, you know? yeah, yeah. That's that's the Lloyd Howell touch. Um, but <laughs> you know, it was uh, you know, like like so so the so the so the Pepe clown Pepe, frog. Pepe, I like the way you said it that way. Pepe, yeah. Pepe the clown you frog. Gave him a little would, would, ethnic would flair. I sure did. Yeah. I sure did. <laughs> Again, the sauce, which is the ironic is when you consider what he yeah. represents. But go on. What yeah. exactly? Oh no! And it's no good. It's no good. Let me tell you. And so you know, so the clown frog he goes honk honk, and that's also HH, and that's and that's Heil Hitler, and so you know, and so four chan. That's that's a shame that honk, this around that the that the word honk is now synonymous with Hitler. Because when I hear exactly. honk, I either think of 
as you say, mm-hmm. the charming antics of a clown <laughs> or perhaps uh-huh. a lady's stupid huge honkers. That's right. But, uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Which we love. Sadly, to see. it's clown love frog to think go about. Hong Kong. Sadly, it's on. clown frog. Clown frog go Hong Kong, and that mean Heil Hitler, and that's no good. And and uh, and so you know you have something like that, which is 4chan, kind of like actually trying to muddy the waters, like create kind of these weird like dog whistly, just like stirring the pot, um, making things ever more. Yeah, stirring the pot, muddy the waters. Yeah. And so and so people like people like Gwen Snyder who. Just go so far in the other direction. Like now, we have is to Gwen find Snyder someone symbols. beyond someone who tweets? I don't really know who she is. I was just like, oh, here's uh, another woke imbecile. Like, what is? Sure, I mean, she's 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 very woke, and like, but even three years ago, I was like, oh, like she does, she does good work. Like what she would do, and what she still does to a certain extent is she like doxes white supremacists and like tries to get them fired, stuff like that. Do you really think that's something really... worth doing? I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, if that's if that's what, I mean, if you're if you're like uncovering actual white supremacists in like civic service stuff like that, people that are that are cops or firefighters or whatever, I think there's some some value in that after a fashion. I don't know if it should be the the first strategy. It seems like I don't know, but it it has kind of made her into a tattletale. I mean, not to get um, off into this has, debate. I mean, I certainly don't care if a white supremacist gets fired from a job necessarily, but I don't know if I agree with the yeah. idea that someone should lose their livelihood because of their speech but i guess i'm i guess i'm old school in that <laughs> regard uh i mean cuz if you take it to its logical conclusion like let's say you need your job to survive should you be punished yeah. with like you know starvation or possible death because of your speech or isn't that an inalienable right you know if you're but okay so the, so the person in this scenario is like is like an avowed white supremacist, let's say, and they're employed by like a municipality or like a... Or anywhere, I don't know. They're employed by Home Depot and that's like a job they depend on. Sure, yeah. I'm just Um, saying, I mean, I don't really care, but I'm just saying like logically, like does a white supremacist deserve healthcare if you want to have universal healthcare? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Like after a certain point, like we're, if we're, if we are indeed to be better than the the nazis then we shouldn't be i don't know that's uh that's 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 a touchy one i don't that know that is a touchy one i don't know the answer to that it is indeed but um, anyway so she liked doxing white supremacists that was her thing yes yeah. yes and so there was this there was this rhetorical leap this past week which was saying that you know that that grill that that being grill pilling which is to say you know, I'm checking uh, out. What is I'm this? done with it all because yeah. I've realized what, I'm what, powerless. What is all essentially. this? Yeah, white supremacists, Antifa. I'm just trying to grill for God's sakes. You know, that's 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 the grill pilled guy, just trying to enjoy their lives. Well, I think it's also kind um, of uh, a big part of it is just kind of realizing uh, you have no stake in electoralism. Is that right? So it's yeah. like I'm not going to care about the election anymore. I mm-hmm, thought mm-hmm. It, I think maybe broader than that, but yeah. I think I think I think it can be a bit broader than that, depending on your own. Um, it's not like there's truly a your own sense of it. But it's an internet meme, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I but it definitely did kind of take shape more so after Bernie dropped out, and like we kind of saw the like the establishment back Biden and kind of push Bernie to the side. And just but that's like when it came out. It didn't say exist this is how it is prior to that, did it? I thought it just was a um, thing that came about a couple months ago. 
I think you I think you are yeah. right about that. Yeah. But you know, not not everyone sees it as specifically referring right, to that. Right. Okay. Is what yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Um, um. But okay. Jeez. Long story short, it it kind of became Gwen Snyder made the argument that that grill pilling was akin to like honklerism <laughs> and like I don't know honklerism like, you know like making 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 quite a jump right like like, like equating equating being checked out um, with being a, from a electoral politics to being a Nazi right. and, be, and being like you know uh, reject modernity embrace tradition Hong Kong blood and soil the world round yeah, yeah. all that stuff um, man. That that sent us down a rabbit hole there. Speaking of um, uh, of uh, the Twitter <laughs> trends of the week, did you see uh, the discourse around whether or not women can have autism? I missed this one. Completely. Oh, really? Please fill me in. Okay, I will. What's going All on? All right, so there was a TikTok that I guess went viral of this 19-year-old girl, and so the TikTok is like. She's like mute, but there's like text and she's just kind of, she's like preparing to listen to music and she says something to the effect of, oh, I, uh, I have autism. So when I listen to, I'm actually, uh, acutely sensitive. I'm, I'm, I'm prone to sensory overload when I listen to a song mm. I like, I think was the gist of what mm-hmm. she was saying. And then she like okay. shows herself listening and she like starts to have this like ecstatic expression and like starts uh, gyrating uh, listening to the music and i'm imagining this i don't like it yeah so this is an unpleasant there's more image. to the story i'll just say someone texted this to me before there was like a controversy surrounding it but my immediate reaction <laughs> i'll admit was okay so first of all i don't like any video it's like akin to like reaction videos you know reaction videos where it's like someone watching a stand-up bit or the new avengers trailer and they're like but it's like they're making the video but they're also centering themselves as the subject that is supposed to have like a spontaneous reaction you know what i mean Mm mm-hmm like, mm. I know you're the one making the video, but it's like, let's look at me <laughs> have an unscripted, you know what I'm saying? So there's like yeah, something inherently yeah. obscene about that to me in general. Uh, there's there's a lot of suspension of disbelief. Yeah, like it's, it's obviously, to like engage with it's that obviously performative. And I will admit yeah. when I saw that video, I was like, oh yeah, whatever. She has autism. Um, mm. But then there was like a bunch of people online who I guess kind of echoed my sentiment, but like took it up a notch. Like other people were saying like, women can never have autism. Only men can have autism. (laughs) And then like fucking Anna Kay from Red Scare uh, was like, uh, women who say they have autism are just trying to find preferential treatment from men. Uh, But, but, uh, but, and they're denying their, their, they have no maternal instinct, but they're feminists, but they still want to get preferential treatment. So they claim that they're autistic. So a lot of people were just like, coming out with dog shit takes and then a lot of people uh-huh. were like responding like righteously to those takes and my thing is uh-huh. this the notion that women can't have autism is of course it, it should go without saying absurd obviously anyone can have autism mm-hmm. why to say something that crazy and ignorant you must have a mental illness but um <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but i will say like my opinion uh. is like not specific to women by any means, but I mm-hmm. think you're kind of being disingenuous if you don't think that there are people on the internet, especially like younger 
uh, more vulnerable and impressionable people. This girl was 19 who like read about uh, it could be obscure strands of supposed mental illness or it can be Mm -hmm. like kind of increasingly out there notions of queerness and they look at it and they latch onto it and they say they're the thing because either they want to feel included or they want to stand out. Like why wouldn't that happen? Mm. We live in the age of Rachel Mm -hmm. Dolezal who tried to do it with something as fixed as fucking race. Like why aren't you going to have that on the internet and social media? So I don't know. Like these are all like sensitive topics like mental health or 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 whatever queer yeah. identity so it's easy to like look like an ignoramus when you say that or especially when you try to call someone out but of course there are people out hit there who do that right who like see it and identify it as like something of a trend in the discourse and and, well, and yeah. they kind of like bandy about the language yeah and exploit it in a superficial way no well of course but but by the same token you know like let people enjoy things you know like uh if expand on that what do you mean if they're if they're if they're having a good time online you know trying something out trying something <laughs> new it's no skin off my ass ralph yeah but know? then so you can't make fun of it maybe that's how i have my of good course time. you can i listen uh, the, the, the two sides of the same coin like they get to do the new thing sure and have i'm, some not, I'm not saying they shouldn't be allowed to do yeah. it but it, I'm, I'm just saying it's annoying when like questioning them like you would anyone online like if you were to you know come on Twitter and be like hoo ha I think I think something something people would be like shut up Lloyd you know it wouldn't have the yeah. same effect yeah. of be I don't know it's like because they are exploiting loaded subjects any kind of mm-hmm. resistance to their shtick is met with like an outsized reaction you know what I mean it's yes. like they're ensconcing yes. I d- I d- themselves in in that kind of like with that like woke shield so like to try and be like come on give me a break is then like is I, I then mean like this 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 unforgivable transgression i i think i think that it is always within anyone's right to like just roast a teenager online for whatever they do you know like because th- these listen i was i was ridiculous i was like insufferable when i was 19 for different reasons yeah but you having Um, but like you having a rasta phase like people can look at that and say it's silly ralph without there being like a backlash (laughs) what i'm saying is that it's like these things that i i hate that i constantly use the word woke because i I do think it's an overused Mm. term but like their 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 thing is like wrapped up in like highly sensitive signifiers you know Mm -hmm. so it's Mm -hmm. it's like kind of different and more cynical to me and i think it is often exploited to get attention it's like look i guess getting attention isn't a fuck trying to get attention online isn't a fucking cardinal sin but i do think it kind of i don't know it like kind of dilutes the thing from which it hails and it just rubs me the wrong way maybe it just bothers maybe it just annoys me specifically and that's superficial but i don't know i think it's i think it's kind of not ideal i don't know um I, I, I guess I guess I get what you're saying. Because then, but cause then I, like, the more me, you do that and the more you water it down, the less people are going to take, for example, like mental health seriously in general. You know, the more the more that mm. you like bandy about these like increasingly like inscrutable terms, and like the more people are like prescribed sure, sure. drugs, like it's going to lose credibility. I don't know. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. So we've moved on to this mental part of the podcast, discourse? which is what? the the intersection between. 
um, performative wokeness and mental health and, and cringe, you know, <laughs> and how and how these things kind of interact. Um, what makes you say that though? In in a in a well because a because I think the reason tone of voice. I, I I'm I'm honestly not being facetious. I think one of the reasons why we have and I have these reactions too. Often, like when I see someone like okay, like you know, you're talking about your you know, some, some kind of extremely complicated identity. Oftentimes there'll be some intersection with like astrology and like, you know, hexing the moon, things of that nature. Yeah. Something very silly. Like, you know, obviously a lot of people are, and and obviously a lot of people are going to have this kind of like, come on. Like they're going to have that reaction. It's like someone who says they're a witch or something or that they've been inducted by UF, uh, abducted by UFOs. But but mm-hmm. it has this kind of unearned credibility because people don't want to like touch it when you're talking about like yes. something that could somehow be filed under the like uh, nebulous banner of just the two examples I keep referring to like mental health or or queerness you know things that have yeah. no like uh, uh, solid boundaries by definition you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying so of it's course. like I, yeah. I like like Ralph I absolutely know what you're saying but. I think my, like my first point about like this affects me so little. Sure. Like I, I really, I, I just really don't have the energy to get too mad about that stuff. Like sure. I see it, and I'm like, okay, like I hope they have fun. Like I hope they're having a good time. I hope this helps them somehow. I just, I just don't. I never see it. You don't kind think of, it has any negative consequences culturally? Not, not really, because oftentimes the people that are posting this stuff, they're, they're like super young, and like it's the same. To me, it has like, you know. I think a lot of people like, like do people, it though to like. I honestly do feel a lot of people do it to like skirt responsibility or something. Maybe, maybe sometimes. Um, I guess I'll give I you. Mean, I'll give you this. There are always going to be annoying people who co-opt a whatever you want to call it cause but i guess that cause having Mm -hmm. a high enough visibility that people do that in the first place is is worth it or is a net positive Mm. i will say yeah but i still think that those people are a legitimate blight the ones who uh who just kind of turn it into an extension of their personal brand superficially sure to to kind of co-opt the language and the affectations of what we might call you know Let's let's kind of leave wokeness to the side because I think wokeness is not really an ideology so much as it is like a rhetorical. I mean, style. ideology or an call identity it like, or like, a movement, anything like social yeah, justice yeah. culture, like social justice culture. If you're going to use those trappings to, you know, there there are there are absolutely cases where you can use those trappings to. Yeah, but I don't know. But then, like that also leads to like, as you like say. brands using it, and then like once yeah, know, absolutely, so like, there is like I no. do think there's an there's a kind of alienating yeah. effect but again i guess that's the trade-off from these things being entered into the mainstream but yeah yeah absolutely but then but then you have like the the extreme reactions to it where you had i remember i remember a few weeks ago you'd have people like you know like michael tracy amy oh, Therese, whatever like talking about how people who have just kind about, of outed themselves as like fragrant flagrantly pro-cop as of late <laughs> yeah like god but michael but, tracy like what, is such what a pathetic were, fucking yeah. pain pig just like 
he can't stop <laughs> tweeting about how all oh, this 19 year old protester uh, tried to take my phone and then he made me poop yeah, in my diaper yeah. is that what blm wants <laughs> like he is so obviously someone who gets uh, off on being humiliated it's really he's almost like kind of it's it's like just this kind of like dark brilliant paradox he's he's devised because mm. it's like he won't stop saying things that suck and you want to condemn yeah. him and you want to even physically beat him but if you were to yeah. just like jump him and wail on him you know that even That's as he's he like wants. recoiling pathetically from the mm. blasts his putrid little pain is just bright red and yeah. fucking leaking yeah. you know he just gets mm-hmm. off on mm-hmm. it at it's the same dribbling time out. for Ooh. the love of god <laughs> i did not shit talk michael tracy the first time we were on this podcast Ugh. fuck that fucking yeah. pro cop loser just yeah, like I don't know, no kidding, like man. I don't know if like him and Amy Therese and Anna Kay if they really believe in anything, but like they've just like yeah. I I guess in trying to have the hottest take possible at any time they've just become they've just become just kind of like corny it's, like I don't know it's, yeah, it's just yeah. just like corny beautiful minds like, like fuck them they are so fucking tedious. But, but what I was noticing is like like during kind of the first phase of the like the like the big wave of the Black Lives Matter protests, obviously you had like a lot of corporations kind of being like, we also support Black Lives yeah. Matter. Like which we also think that's good. Yeah. And I remember, which was I remember black.com like, tweeted out like a pro BLM oh, thing about it. Yeah. 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 But, you know, but you would have, you know, these kind of hot take mongers like Tracy Injuries saying that the movement was invalid because it was being co-opted by yeah but they've they've moved so far beyond even that now like you saw the thing where amy therese was trying to i you know what i love about them too is like the confidence like there's (laughs) there's never even a shred Mm. of humility like amy therese (laughs) like she isn't even from this country but she was like hey i just did some reading i just did some reading and it turns out that the confederate flag isn't even like necessarily a racist symbol did you see her going off on that it simply isn't even racist yeah. God damn. Oh. She's she's oh I wish a fucking dingo would eat that baby brained <laughs> fucking <laughs> The dingo got the wrong baby. Oh boy. Um but take you know, your stinking blooming onion of a take and shove it up your ass. Yeah. yeah. No, I but but all I wanted to say about the you know, like 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 the connection between like the fact that corporations were using the language of these social justice movements the fact that they are doing that doesn't invalidate the movement and it, and like you know when people say that it does well they've probably look i, I don't like it. that like hysterical uh anti-woke left either but like on that mm-hmm. specific point a part of me does kind of feel like whatever your message means if it can be co-opted by oreo if it can be co-opted by nabisco mm-hmm. inc you know it depends on what you mean by the movement like a slogan is not the movement but if like your rhetoric is amendable to like evil corporations then that means it's it's sort of been uh, stripped of its radical qualities in being entered into the mainstream to an extent like that has to be true you know i guess i see what you mean by that but like what i would say to that is like the corporate strategy is always going to be to co-opt this stuff. Like there is always going to be a desire to, you know, and I see it in the work that I yeah, do. But, like yeah, people, but like, but they're never going to co-opt like, let's have like a 90% wealth tax, you know? Of course not. So of course not. Like, if, like it, if, it, if it's something that 
if the rhetoric like materially affects them, they're not going to embrace it. So then they do kind of have a point where, well, is saying black lives matter. Is it just truly rhetoric? Because if it were like intrinsically Mm. linked to like a set of like policies that would have like a material effect, then they wouldn't be embracing it. But to just say black Mm -hmm. lives matter, Mm -hmm. like it's not really, it's not really a provocative statement in and of itself. So I do think there is a point to be made where it's like, all right, well then maybe this has kind of just been reduced to, to, you know, homilies or whatever. Yeah. I mean, in some cases, because nothing has changed, right? All that's ever changed as usual is symbolic bullshit. So, you Mm. know, I think there is a little something to that. I don't know. I don't know, Ralph. Like I like I get what you're saying, absolutely. But well, what has changed you know, materially besides tearing down statues? I mean, what I'm what I'm what I'm referring to is not so much like what has changed, but like what what specifically the rhetoric around Black Lives Matter means. Because if you're in a protest these days, it means sometimes you get shot or run over. Like sometimes yeah, it means you get killed. Yeah. In other cases, you're a brand and you get to just like tweet about it and you get to just like you know, try to cash in on some of the movement's cachet. And like, this is, this is something that organizers have run into for, for as long as people have been trying to organize. The broader your message gets, the easier it is to co-opt. So, you know, it's, uh, I'm not surprised. I, I just don't think it's, uh, I, I agree that it's not ideal. I guess I, I just don't, I guess I just don't think that like rhetoric or a slogan is like synonymous with like the actions of the protesters. Or I guess like it's, it's, or if it's like a guiding principle, it's one that is like kind of broad enough or one that's like kind of detached from like, I don't know. I just kind of feel like there's a reason why like a corporation can get away with saying it. Like if they're confident enough to think that they can co-opt it without it, like threatening their sales, then it must mean that there is, there is like something missing. And I'm not saying that like, like obviously the wills and the minds of like the protesters are something Mm -hmm. obviously completely apart from it, but there has to be more than that. Otherwise it wouldn't be so easily absorbed. Well, Ralph, I mean, listen, I, I, what I would say to that is there is a tried and true strategy among advertisers. I know that. And it's a difficult thing to overcome. I'm just saying that it's not, you know, it, it is, it is indicative of, of a failure to quite get over the hill in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. I could go on about this stuff. It's like, it's, I, I like butt up against it. Like I was, I was editing a video a couple, I guess it was, I guess it was like almost two months ago. Cause there's ago a difference now. between like popular and like, and like the popular enthusiasm and then how it's like transmuted into the mainstream because like nothing materially mm-hmm. has changed beyond it yeah, being okay yeah. to tear down statues. Like it is just, it no. stays in the realm of rhetoric and that is, and that is the problem. Like it has to be I mean, I was, I was, more than that. And I know other people are risking life and limb to advance a cause, but it hasn't been, uh, you know, organized around like yeah. a coalition that can do that, which is extremely difficult right. to do. But right. I'm saying there's a reason why, you know, Frito-Lay can co-opt it. But what were you saying? Yeah, I was saying it's just like, you know, kind of a my 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 clearest picture of what brands are trying to do around this moment was I was cutting I was cutting a video for a toilet paper company. Mm. And, uh, and, you know, and cause, cause, and they were, they were capitalizing on COVID. They were like, okay, like everyone's talking about COVID. There's been runs on toilet paper. Oh my God. So I recently a got an uh, Amazon video. fire stick, which, uh, yeah. you know, shame on me, but all of the content mm-hmm. watching it, like the, the, the 
all the like commercials, you know, like when you have like one of these, uh, whatever you call them, like Apple TV or, or Roku or whatever, mm. they have like the, mm-hmm. like the handful of ads that are like repeated in lieu of like commercials yeah. you would find on broadcast television. And just, they're all about like Amazon factory workers and how proud they <laughs> are to work at Amazon. And it's mm. like, oh, whenever oh, we yeah. get a package, my son, yeah. he says, oh, that's what, that's mommy's job. That's mommy's job. And then like cut to a clip mm-hmm. of the kid. That's mommy's job, whatever. But despicable, yeah. go on. It's despicable. Fucking disgusting, but you know th- this doesn't this, stop this me from continuing like, okay. to watch Chopped Junior on uh, Food Network Go. But still, <laughs> ugh, despicable. <laughs> well, go on, Lloyd. So you know, you know, pretty pretty. Gl- I watched pretty all the chops, so I went like on to Chopped Junior. You know, some of those kids yeah, pretty good, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> so obviously, like this there's is also this a is Chopped Canada. But the host, he's no Ted Allen. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Lloyd. Ralph, Ralph, please. I, I want to tell my story about the toilet paper company. <laughs> they, they. Um, so they they commission this video, kind of a gross thing, like, but it's 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 par for the course. Like when there's an event that kind of prompts reaction, that's what brands do. They make they make an ad buy that has something to do with like the big event, obviously. So nowadays it's like like uh, toilet paper. Fuck. Sorry, I gotta I gotta bleep that. Um, do we? But uh, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I I actually do. That's that's a fuck up. Um, so like this, this toilet paper, toilet paper is important to the current moment. We're going to make an ad buy. And so I'd, I'd finished this video. I'd, I, you know, it was going out the door and then the Black Lives Matter protest started. And so suddenly it was like, fuck, I did it again. So the toilet paper company <laughs> was like, yeah, was like dead in its, dead in its tracks. It's like, okay, like we can't just, we can't just ship this commercial anymore. Like we have to, we have to make it about like also this current social moment. Yeah, of course. It. And yeah. so, and so now we're making a video that is both about coronavirus and black lives matter, but it's, you know, to sell toilet paper somehow or like make, make this yeah. moment about, believe me, paper. I know woke advertising um, is a thing. Yeah. It's, it's, you don't have thing. to school me on and it. That's uh, what I'm talking about. Yeah. I know, man. I, I know I don't have to school you. I'm just trying to, Trying to share my pain. Sure. And share my experience. Did you see um, um, one more thing I wanted to touch on before we wrapped up? Um, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, of course, has been, uh, Oh, is there news? Well, I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, like I, I, Bill Clinton was trending briefly where they were talking about him oh, yeah. going to little St. James yeah. Island, uh, with, uh, <laughs> two quote young girls. But, uh, mm. I saw there was this tweet just from the New York post. Um, let me see if I can find it. Uh, yeah, here it is where uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, sorry, just one sec. Okay, Mm. here we are. Ghislaine Maxwell allegedly told teen victim to lick Jeffrey Epstein's nipples. Ooh, ooh. Not a headline you want to hear, but here, I just texted Mm. you the tweet. (laughs) Could you you take a look at it? It has like kind of an old, like on film picture of Ghislaine and Jeff. Oh, I, I, uh, looking pretty cute in it. Oh, hello. Yeah. Hello, Miss Gillian. And I just wanted to share because <laughs> oh. I was proud of it. I was, I was texting with someone about this and, uh, <laughs> uh, I was like, I was like, he, they were like, oh, they look pretty good here. And I was like, yeah, Ghislaine is a cutie. And, uh, he was like, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and say what you will about their practices. She was she was what some would call a down bitch. And I was like, I suppose that's true. He said this, not me. And then, and then we were talking and I was like, well, I like, I don't get it. What's the story exactly? Like, were they a couple? And he was like, yeah, well they like, 
they like like they like molested children together i think and i'm like i yeah, don't know yeah and i said the way i feel is this and if you'll excuse me i just want to quote some of my prose in this text message oh please oh, i can't wait i said i see it like this he was a hedge fund manager trying to run a child sex trafficking blackmail ring and she his longtime best friend was the perfect woman for the job and over the years they nursed a special kind of connection one jeff could never find in the children he raped Children Ghislaine so astutely and consistently provided, dot, dot, dot. They'd laugh together, share the highs. But after the laughter would come a bittersweet sense of uncertainty. In many ways, theirs was a love inhibited by work, a love left unrequited, a love too pure for little St. James. Oh, my God. So I'm thinking I might pivot to writing a novelization of the... But I'm sorry. I just wanted oh, to burn that on the podcast the people want before it. we close. The but, people want it, Ralph. I think. Yeah. I think this is. What do you, this what do you, what what do you think need. about that? Not bad, right? I, I listen. Send me the drafts. Yeah, I will. I will I'll send. I'll give you notes. Don't be ashamed know? if it tugged uh, a little bit at your heartstrings. I think so. Or doobie. So God. All right, folks. <laughs> you can follow the podcast at feelingwellpod on twitter.com. You can follow Lloyd at Void Howler. You can follow me at Hey Ralph Man. If you are so inclined, rate and review us five stars on your app. Lloyd, always a pleasure. See you next time, folks.